Welcome to the Smallholder Food Business Development Institute podcast, episode three, stop selling food and start selling results. Welcome to the Smallholder Food Business Development Institute podcast, where we are building profitable food businesses, one product, one process, one thought at a time. Now here's your host, Dr. Michelle Fannin-Steele. Well, hello, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of the podcast. We have a super uh, topic to talk about today. We're going to be talking about um, where exactly it is that folks go wrong when they're starting their businesses and they're trying to create uh, their new food businesses and, and go out and change the world the way they were meant to. And this is a conversation I have with almost every single client. Um, if you've had any kinds of conversations with me, um, you'll recognize this conversation because, you know, here at Dirgo Food Safety and the Smallholder Food Business Development Institute, we really start all conversations around what do you make and how do you make it? And then where do your supplies come from? But this, um, this, this conversation that we start right now is really the very first question that we ask in the what do you make question, okay? Because here's the truth is that people don't buy your food. You, they, you can make the world's most perfect pizza, the best tomatoes, the you know most perfectly cut steak in the world. It does not matter because people don't buy your food. They buy a solution to a problem. They buy your results, all right? And that's the only thing that matters to your customers. That's the only thing that matters to my customers, right? Y'all wouldn't be listening to this podcast if it didn't give you a solution to a problem. Food manufacturers need to approach the marketplace with that sort of solutions-oriented thinking or else their businesses aren't going to go anywhere. We're pretty fond of saying around here that our target market is not ourselves. And sometimes when we do when when we do production, when we produce things for our target market, we think we're producing them for our target market, but we're actually producing them for ourselves. We're in the middle of a big rewrite of our SOPs. Uh, because we're going to be announcing something super big in the coming weeks. Um, but the reason we're doing that is because my SOPs are basically written for college-educated folks who kind of know their way around food safety documentation. But that's me. That's not necessarily my target market, and it's not my target market. And so we're rewriting them to make them much, much, much more useful. Okay, and so we're going to talk about why people don't buy your food, okay? And instead, um, they are having a, a conversation that you don't even know about, okay? And then we're gonna talk about why your sales conversations are probably super frustrating. And the reason that you wanna do this is that you wanna get yourself to your target market so that you can make more money and you can sell more product, like, right? That's why you're in this business. So that you can confidently understand that you are in fact serving your target market. And if you like have this conversation with us and dig deep and think, you're gonna understand that you're gonna sleep better at night, actually, when you start having these conversations. And really, truly, 
having this conversation about how you're serving your target market is going to help you build the business that you were meant to build. And if you stick with us throughout uh, the podcast and join and um, and wait till the end, I've got some super good things to give you. Um, there's a worksheet that'll be coming that you can you can get from us, and then um, there's some more really awesome stuff coming. So, without further ado, let's talk about what we're actually what we actually mean. Okay, so when I say what food do you make, so what do you make and how do you make it? Most people want to start with that they are making pizza, they are making bread, they are, you know, slaughtering cattle, whatever it is that they are doing. And that's all well and good because you are, in fact, doing that. However, that isn't what people are actually buying, right? People are actually buying a solution to your problem. Okay, so this isn't the um, this isn't the the uh, podcast where we're going to talk about specifications because specifications are truly um, one of the cornerstones of your business. That's a really strict definition of what it is that you actually make. But instead, we're going to talk about gaining customer loyalty and trust so that you can like totally stop going insane. You can stop having the conversations over and over and over and over again about how perfect your tomatoes are. And instead, we're going to talk about how to actually bring results so that you earn more money, you spend less time repeating yourself and have more valuable customer conversations, right? And so I want to remind you that we have a saying around here that your brain wanting to quit means you're on the right path. When you are in discomfort, you are doing it correctly. All right. And that's super important to remember because this work should make you uncomfortable. Okay. Because we're asking you to change and asking you to grow and asking you to become more customer focused. Okay. You have to not only be able to describe your product in super big detail, but you have to understand what results you are delivering for your um, for your product. Like, what is the one big result somebody gets from working with you? <laughs> what problem are you actually solving? So, here at Durago Food Safety, our one big result for our clients is that we have their back. We help them get more clients and make more money because they get the systems that they need to start their food business. For the Smallholder Food Business Development Institute, our target market and the solution we provide is actually just a little bit different from, from that because we do it, you know, sort of in a, um, in a group coaching kind of way. That's what this podcast is and some further products we're going to be bringing out to the marketplace. and. Our one big result is helping you manage your mind so that you can go build the business that you were meant to build. So I want you to think about what is the one big result from your business? Sometimes the one big result from your business is lower cost. That's generally not what we compete on in local food, right? That's more of a commodity food conversation. 
a lot of times the one big result is sort of a more global connections. We, you know, we have talked about um, in the past how our results are either around health, wealth, or relationships. Okay. And I really, really believe that local food can actually solve all three. If you think about it from a health perspective, a lot of our production methodologies and things um, lead to healthier soils um, and they lead to healthier people. All right. And I really believe that is one of the missions, one of the global missions of local food. I think it leads to wealth. We spend 46 cents of every dollar um, locally, where 46 cents of every dollar stays local when we buy local versus if you buy from a big box store, it's only seven cents. And so when we start creating local food that solves the problems for our communities, more money stays in our communities. You know, you've seen, I'm sure the, the meme over the internet that says when you buy local, you help a kid get ballet lessons. You help somebody, somebody's child get new sneakers. You put tires on the car. And that's super, super true of local food. There's a statistic out there that says every on-farm job creates seven other jobs in the community. That means something. Smallholder food can truly be an engine of prosperity for our regional economic systems. So that's how we build wealth. How about relationships? Well, I'm pretty, I mean, like almost every single smallholder food producer I've worked with over these past 10 years or so um, has been all about developing relationships, about nurturing their communities and creating more resilient and vibrant communities. And I know a lot of this sounds, you know, kind of woo-woo and out there, but it means something. It means something to build businesses that will stay around and that will be engines of prosperity for our economies because that's super, super important. So that's when you, when you think about what the one big result is of your business, think of it in sort of those terms, okay? What are the health results? What are the wealth results? What are the relationship results? You may not have all three, but I bet you in most, in most small food businesses, you can in fact get all three. So those are the results. All right. Now I want to talk about benefits. All right. And this is a concept that comes from Book Yourself Solid, Michael Port. Again, I'm a certified Book Yourself Solid coach. And I, and I went and I did that so that I could bring these marketing concepts to smallholder food businesses because y'all really needed it. <laughs> so here we go. We talk about benefits. Okay. And if you listen to the intro reel on, um, or like the intro of, of this podcast um, and you rewind, you'll hear me enunciate um, and talk about the financial, emotional, physical, and spiritual benefits of this podcast, okay, of listening to this podcast, because I have to produce results for you too, right, or I'm going to lose your ears, and I should lose your ears if I'm not delivering results. So what are the financial results of working with you, okay? The, there are probably financial results for somebody for working with you. You are helping them, like say you sell to a, a, um, a, a small grocery store. You are helping them create their vision of the community because they are buying from their own community. You are helping them with their bottom line because you're putting product on the, on the shelves that they can then sell to their 
customers because they are trying to build trust and credibility with their customers. So you can, you can help them sell more. Okay. That's a definitely, you know, when we talk about financial benefits, that's a huge wealth result. Okay. There are emotional benefits of working with smallholder food. Okay. What are some of the emotional benefits of working with your company. These are things, you know, how do they feel better? I feel better when I buy local food. I feel better when I work with local food. Your clients feel the same way. What are those feelings? Can you identify them uh, in your conversations? What would happen if you asked? <laughs> you know, I mean, they're, they're real, they're real, they're real emotional benefits to working with you. Uh, and if you don't believe that, go back to the first episode where we talk about the model <laughs> and see what thoughts you're creating around the emotional benefits of working with your company, right? All right. I want to tell you there are also physical benefits of working with your company. Depending on how you package your food, how you pallet your food, you know, I say one of the physical benefits of working with my company is, is that there is less bending and stooping. Everybody's backs feel better because we arrange spaces in a food safe manner, which also happens to be, and this is not coincidence, my friends, it also happens to be super good for what we call ergonomics, which is the science of how we use our space. When you're doing things in a food safe manner, you are not storing too much on the floor. And so you are not bending and stooping. You know, another really good physical benefit is sleeping at night. You know, my clients benefit by working with me because they sleep better at night. How do they physically benefit from working with you? Maybe it is sleeping better at night because they know that your delivery is going to show up at their doorstep on time in a way that they need it. And as anybody who tries to secure a supply chain knows, those sorts of logistics really do keep us up at night. So sleeping better at night is a super big physical benefit of working with a lot of companies. All right. And then finally, the S in FEPS, financial, emotional, physical, and finally spiritual, you know, the spiritual benefits. Why are we all here working together in smallholder food? And it's because we believe food matters. We believe soils matter. We believe animal lives matter. Okay. We believe that when we show up to ourselves and we show up to the land and we show up to our agricultural production and we show up to our food processing jobs, that that means something, that we nourish ourselves and we nourish our communities. And that is a spiritual benefit. It is a spiritual benefit I deeply believe in. And so what I'd like to invite you to think about is, is can you imagine what your sales conversations would actually look like if you stopped talking like specifications, like you put, you know, so many pizzas in a box. That's not nearly as interesting a conversation as how you create community with your food. And if you stop talking those sorts of features, ounces, pounds, you know, volumes and weights and measures and stuff like that, and instead you start talking benefits, you are going to go out there and really make positive, significant changes in your bottom line and in your community. And so then the question is, is like, what is stopping you? What I want you to do some thought work, you know, write down all the thoughts about why you can't have a conversation around the spiritual benefits of working with you.
Because when you have that conversation and you realize it's just thoughts that are stopping you, you can figure out that you can totally do this. Okay. You will stop having these super frustrating sales conversations because nobody really likes to have those, right? But if you stop stop talking features and start talking results with your clients, or even if you started talking about that internally, imagine how much better conversation you would have internally if you stopped talking features and started talking results, okay? Because remember, people buy results. They don't buy your product. They buy a solution to their problem. What are their problems? What are the problems of your target market? And how are you solving them? So that's what we got for today. I look forward to seeing you next time. Thanks so much for tuning in. So by now, you've really heard us talking about how we work with customers. And I want to offer my podcast listeners a super exciting masterclass. This is going to be the first in a series of masterclasses that we are hosting. And it is called, it's all about Strive, okay? And Strive is how you create empowered employees. This model teaches you how to make sure people are safe, trained, respected, invested in, valued, and finally empowered. I mean, are you working with an empowered workforce? Are you yourself empowered? Come find out how November 14th from 1 to 4 o'clock, and you can register uh, by going to the link. If you Google sfbdi.com, that stands for Smallholder Food Business Development Institute.com. And there will also be links in the podcast notes for you to register. We look forward to seeing you there. It's going to be the best three hours you have ever spent on your food business. See you then. You've been listening to Dr. Michelle Fannin-Steele on the Smallholder Food Business Development Institute podcast. We hope you loved the show. For more information and show notes, please find us at sfbdi.com. Thanks for listening.